Matador, written and directed by Sharon Yablon. This play contains adult themes and language. It is best experienced using earbuds or headphones. Mary is coming over tonight. I got some peanut brittle. She'll do anything for peanut brittle. Mary's 42 and just discovered her clitoris. I got a bubbly pizza in the oven with some clams on it, and she'll bring over the usual cheap Lille Blanc. I don't give a fuck. Why do I bother with you? I don't get anything out of this relationship. The other night at Black Angus, I'm telling you things, important things, personal things. I have a sexual problem with a woman. I don't like open spaces. Whatever. And what do you do? You eat your steak. You don't tell me a goddamn thing. I've known you how many years is it now? I don't think you've ever revealed yourself to me. Like that time I told you that my sister and I fooled around once. I was looking for some guidance. You know? But you just wanted details. So... You want to get a burger or something? When we're done with dinner, I'll start the dishes, and Mary will come up behind me. She'll shove her varicose hands down my jockey shorts, and I'll reach around her pantsuit with my soapy fingers. I don't know what she feels. I don't feel anything. Mary says I'm like a cruel god because I can fuck for hours. I don't know. I'm doing it. I'm only barely hard. How could she not know? I could take it or leave it sex, but I never told her. Then she went and had her tubes tied. I was right there with her. Well, actually, I was in the hospital cafeteria having a nice shrimp cocktail. The food's not bad in hospitals, but don't spread that secret around. When she woke up, she didn't know I wasn't there. Anesthesia, you know? I told her I saw everything, and it went great. They had her uterus right up there on the TV. I may as well have had popcorn. But then she wanted me to pay for the operation. I said, hey, don't do this on account of me. I feel a little guilty, so I buy her things. Some cubic zirconia earrings, a fancy neck pillow, a puppy, which she let die. I forgot about it in the car, she said. I got her another one. Now the dog goes everywhere with her. It always has a heart on. I don't let it in here. Are you kidding? Not with my carpet. Go on, take your shoes off. You don't have any toe fungus, do you? Feel it. Sit on it. I got the same material on my toilet seat. And out there, forget it. I told Mary, I better not say any dog shit on my lawn. And no lapping at the infinity pool, either.
Oh, don't give me that. It's on the hillside. It's got a vanishing edge, a negative edge that gives the illusion, you know. Oh, sometimes when I'm standing at it, I feel this vast unknown. If only it could be perceived. It's a nice house, huh? Woodland Hills is a nice place. Justine Bateman lives here. Andy Gibb used to live here before he was dead. Jack Klugman. Buster Keaton. Aaron Moran, too, you know? Joni and Chachi from Happy Days. She wasn't so happy after her spinoff was canceled. She died ahead in neck cancer. Poor thing. You know what I'd get for this house if I sold it today? My parents bought it in 1974. I'd be set for life. Once you leave L.A., you can never come back again. You can't afford it. You can never come home again. Being an only child's great because you inherit everything. There are no brothers to off, no more sisters because she died of breast cancer. I figured why not stay here, so I moved into the master bedroom. My parents are dead, but I wonder, do they know I'm here? You know, you haven't changed since high school. I don't get it. What's your secret? Have you been doing that anti-aging stuff? You got a plastic surgeon on the dole. I look at you and I feel so old. We started out in time together, but it's like you're not moving along with me. I mean, who are you? The sun is going down now. You'll see it when it last disappears behind that city bank on Ventura. I'll make you a drink and we'll watch it together. This is how Mary and I met. I'm in franchise. I own a lot of stores. I go to a party and I walk in and the women can tell that I own things. I'm a pretty talented guy in general. I can do a lot with no training. That's just how it is. You need a write-up for something, some fancy calligraphy. How about a souffle? Can I make you a latte? You need help with a metric system? Maybe there's something wrong with your car. I'll just pop the hood. And since I was blessed with creamy skin, except for a few ingrown hairs on my ass, I go to nude beaches. There's a secret one below some cliffs in Malibu. People do what you would do anyway, except they're nude. They make sandcastles, hand glide, look for shells, play paddle ball, except their dicks and boobs are hanging out. They climb the cliffs nude, too. What do you think of a guy wearing nothing but Adidas tennis shoes climbing a goddamn peak? Well, that was Jeff, and he finally fell to his death the other day. He used to stand over me when I was sunbathing and try to talk to me, trying to get in on my stores. I told him, I don't need a partner. I don't need anybody. Who's there? Mom? Dad? You've been gone so long. Would you know me now? I remember the smell of pancakes. Feeling safe in my father's big hands. 
and the sound of David Letterman coming from your room, and I knew after I was asleep you would be there. Sometimes there were other couples laughing in the jacuzzi. Did you see me looking out my window at you? Were you swingers? One night, something woke me up. I wandered down a dark hallway. This one, here. It's coming from my parents' bedroom. And I'd heard sex before. I don't want to open that closed door. But I do. My father is lying on the floor in his robe. This one I wear now. It had opened in an obscene way in the fall, and I see his private parts. The parts that made me. I came from you both. Wherever I was before, I have forgotten. In this room where you both die, I continue to live. It doesn't feel right, but we replace each other, don't we? I remember wisps of pearlescent moonlight from the sheer curtain shining in, but not the color of my mother's nightgown. I remember the sadness of my father's open hand, but not his last expression. I remember my mother's crying, but no words that we may have said to each other. But this house knows. It's quietly been watching everything. The most deeply personal, intimate details of our lives. It is a part of me. And I'm a part of it. Like the snail's shell. It grows around me in spirals that never stop changing until the end of my story and the last elegant whirl. Matador, part of A Garden of Terrible Blooms podcast of Radio Theater, 
Produced by A Story Followed You Here. Written and directed by Sharon Yablon with Silas Weir Mitchell. Music composed by Cody Nichols. Audio and recording engineering by Jose Salazar. Sound design and mixing by Cody Nichols. This play was adapted from Sharon Yablon's short play El Matador Beach that was performed in different sites around Los Angeles. Thank you so much for listening. Please come back in the fall for our upcoming play, The Comet Gazers. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review.